there! You're listening to Make New Friends, a weekly podcast about the trials and tribulations found in the realm of friendship. We're your hosts, Mary Aikman and Sienna Mooney. Let's make new friends! Yeah! How's it going, everybody? Well, it's going pretty good for me. How about you, Mary? Um, pretty good in Trump-adjusted terms. Mm-hmm. I see. <laughs> I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> Thank you. The loss of democratic ideals whatever (laughs) anyway carrying on this is a podcast about friendship yeah wouldn't you know it not about anything else what are we going to talk about today um let's talk about bad friendship habits Ooh, spicy oh yes spill the tea we've talked about bad friendship habits like throughout a lot already Yeah. (laughs) yeah but today i think we're just going to round it all up yeah and really discuss them really get into the nitty-gritty of the bad habits and also some ways to break bad habits i think that's a good idea i think so too do you do we have like a straight definition of what a habit is to lay the groundwork as always i mean i haven't looked one up but off the top of the dome i would say that a habit is something that you do repeatedly Mm. It's a, a learned behavior. Yes, learned behavior. Good. Let me just look it up real quick. Define habit. Yeah, I would. I, I think that's a really good definite, like a basic definition that you gave. We're also going to, both Sienna and I are going to try really hard not to say like oh. this episode, but I've already failed a couple <laughs> times. <laughs> that's like, okay. <laughs> um, I just looked up the definition for habit and... Habit is a noun, and it means a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. Mm. Yeah. So what constitutes a bad habit? Um, something bad happens. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's something where you're doing something, but there are bad consequences to it. Yeah. Yeah, or you don't like the... The outcome. The outcomes aren't necessarily in your favor sometimes. Yeah. But you keep doing it anyway Mm -hmm. with the same results. Also a definition of insanity. We're not connecting those (laughs) two. I just really like to always say say that and then go definition of insanity. I don't know if that's from a movie, I think. I don't know. Ignore me. I, I, I don't know if I've heard that before, but... Interesting. It's one of those days, you guys. <laughs> so what are some um, bad habits in general before we go on to bad friendship habits? Ooh, um, sleeping in late. Oh, yes. That's a big one for me. Yeah, I'm guilty of that, too. <laughs> Biting your nails. Oh, that's yeah. That's also a bad yeah. one for me. Jiggling your foot or your leg. Mm. I hate mm. that. That's one of my pet peeves. <laughs> yeah, same. I can't stand that, especially like when you're watching a movie at the movie theater, like Pappy, for instance, he jiggles his leg and I have to like put my hand on his knee and say, stop it. It's driving me insane. You need to get that boy a fidget spinner. He has one. Here's a fidget cube. A little ASMR for you guys out there. Here, here, listen, listen. <laughs> oh, whoa. Oh, the, the sprocket wheels are broken. Pressing some buttons. This is a switch. Hey, I think you may have found a new calling. Just do an ASMR podcast. Here's a pen click. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, oh, clicking your pen. I think that's a bad Ooh, habit. I have that. I do that. I Me do that too. a lot. And speaking of like pen, pencil habits, maybe like biting your pencil, biting your pen. Mm, I don't do that. And I think that's gross. I know. But also, if I somehow get a pencil say in high school you would pull a pencil out of the teacher's pencil jar Mm -hmm. and it had like bite marks all over it (laughs) i would be grossed out but then i'd just be like okay (laughs) yeah i mean i just it's whatever i've definitely (laughs) chewed on pens and pencils but i've never done it and been like oh yeah i love that sweet sweet pencil taste Mm, lead Mm. and paper or i don't even know what wood lead wood and (laughs) a thin layer of paint (laughs) yes i love it 
I'm just now realizing that our goal to not say like is also a bad habit. Yeah. Saying like, um... You know. Uh... I say you know. So... So... You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. But I definitely know that like is my biggest offender Mm. on that front. So it's it's pretty appropriate that we're talking about bad habits. Yeah. The episode where we're trying not to say like. I'm, I'm, I just want everyone to know I'm so actively paying attention to what I'm saying. <laughs> so if she sounds a little weird, it might be because of that. If I sound like a robot, it's because I'm trying to improve your speech. Right, right. Improve the quality. I need to do this all the time. Yes. Not just right now when I'm doing a podcast. But it's also really hard to just not speak your mind. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know, is it also a bad yeah. speech filler? I don't think saying like is necessarily a bad thing. No, I, I, I think you can do it in... What's the word? In moderation. There you go. I was yeah. looking for the word. In moderation, it's fine. But I think because we do our podcasts, we have to listen to ourselves speak more than the normal person. Mm-hmm. And I've realized I just say it too much, too much that I need to scale back. Yeah. Not that I'm going to get rid of like out of my vocabulary in total, <laughs> but... <laughs> But hopefully when you're recording yourself speaking, right. you can have a little more control over saying like so frequently. <laughs> right. So anyway, back to our <laughs> back to the podcast. Express. <laughs> so uh, what are some bad friendship habits that you experience personally? <laughs> I experience it that I do. Well, that you do. Let's call let's call ourselves out, okay? Okay. <laughs> call out hour. Um so definitely not texting back mm. on time. Um I'm just like I'm just the perfect friend, you know? Yeah, there's just like I can't think of a single thing, you know. We're just two perfect people doing perfect things friends would do. Yeah. I also know that I sometimes back out of events last minute uh. for various reasons. Not, I don't do it a lot, but I definitely am a offender of that realm. Yeah, I do that sometimes too. And I also do have a bad habit of seeing people's messages to me and taking it on board and then like getting overwhelmed with my anxiety. I'm really trying actively to work on that and to like not dwell too much on like oh my gosh they want to talk to me they want to uh, they want me to respond and I'm freaking out and I'm just trying to be like it's okay it's a conversation just chill take a chill pill um right once you're in it it's never painful it's just getting there making the step to get there yeah for sure um another thing I do or that I have done um yeah is I'm pretty passive aggressive yeah that one I don't know why I'm so passive aggressive I think it's probably like a learned behavior sort of thing uh Mm -hmm. you know over the years with like in middle school particularly I feel like a lot of my bad friendship habits were formed then and you know not having um, the best friends back in the day you learn like oh to get back at someone I'm just gonna be like no yeah it's fine I don't care yeah, don't come to my graduation. It's fine. Instead of just being honest. Yeah. <laughs> I I know that I'm passive aggressive, but it's hard to think of... How not to be? Well, no, no, not how not to be, but hard to think of constructive situations that I can bring up mm. because I think being passive aggressive is not only a bad habit in general, yeah, but it is a very ingrained in society as well. I don't think it's necessarily something that one person does and then another 10 people, someone else does, sort of like biting your nails or what have you, but... Especially in women, it's a way that we have been socialized to react and how to interact with people. Mm. It, so you don't realize you're doing it, essentially. Yeah. Until someone is say, wow, you're being super passive aggressive. and you're-, you're like, no, I'm not. And then you're like, oh, shit, I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that happens to me a lot. 
I was like Googling to see what some common bad friendship habits are. And I found this one bustle article that has like 11 habits. Oh, I saw that too. Yeah, I figured you had, but I was like reading it and it reminded me of one of the uh, friendships I had a few years ago. And I was just like, damn, I think I was a bad friend. Like I had some bad, bad friendship tendencies with that one. And I just felt like, oh gosh, that's embarrassing. So like, um, Oh, one. <laughs> uh, well, I think we've talked about this a few times. One of the things on the article says that you have a tendency to judge. And I was like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> guys, that's me. That's me. As we know, I'm a little judgy. You can be judgy in day to day life. But in the friendship situation, that's even worse. Yes. For instance, if anyone has been listening to this podcast since the beginning, I don't remember what episode it was when we we brought it up, I think, one or two times about that time where I told Sienna, hey, you're being super judgmental right now. And her and Poppy are like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you weren't being judgmental towards me or a friend of yours. You were being judgmental towards some outside entity that you like knew of but didn't have direct interaction with still not great because you're judging someone but I have never experienced you being judgy to me really as a friend I don't know if you can think of instances where you were judgmental towards someone you consider like a good friend uh in the moment I definitely can okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah like uh the friendship Uh, that I'm thinking of where I had some like bad friendship tendencies Mm -hmm. like for instance I would judge them for hanging out with people I didn't like and that's like that's messed up and I shouldn't have done that and I think that came from a place of insecurity as well like I wanted to stay friends with this person and when I felt that there was like competition with a different friend group or whatever that was how I responded by being like you're hanging out with them like they're so lame sort of thing Mm. in an attempt to make myself seem cooler and that's just really messed up I shouldn't have done that but learn from your mistakes y'all don't be so judgmental about that (laughs) (laughs) I'll try I'll try (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that's like super embarrassing um and another thing is just like I didn't realize that I was being judgmental at the time and this was maybe three or four years ago and now I'm like oh yeah I totally was because I've got that perspective on it and I'm able to see it for what it was and rather Mm -hmm. than at the time just say no I I care about them as a friend and I'm concerned that they're going to be hanging out with the wrong people and in reality it wasn't entirely that you know. Maybe some of it was, but not all of it, that's for sure. Right. A Another bad habit that I, I personally hate when someone does this to me, I'm sure I've done it, but I don't think it's something that I actually have an issue with. And that's when you're talking with someone, especially face-to-face, and that other person is on their phone. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone ever like pulls out a phone during a conversation with me that isn't where it's like a serious conversation. It's not, oh, we see each other every day. Let's go to lunch sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It's, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. Let's catch up. Yeah. And they pull out their phone halfway through. I go in my mind. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> On that gif of the blinking guy, like, what? Yeah. I've just been offended to the highest degree. (laughs) Not really, but. I totally agree, though. It's so rude. It's like, we're having a conversation. You're not trying to, like, look up something related to the conversation. You're just like, oh, I got to check Twitter or I got a text message, you know? Right, right. And I understand, like, looking at your phone to see what time it is. Mm -hmm. That's normal. But actually actively flipping through Twitter or what have you yes. when someone else is talking. Not not cool. Nope, 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 nope. Not cool. Definitely don't do that. If you're listening and you're like, uh, like pretend that we're having a conversation, you and me, listener. Are you looking at your phone right now? Oh my God, that's so rude. 
I'm pouring out my heart to you. I'm telling you about how I used to be a bad friend once upon a time. And you're just like, you're on Twitter. You're on Facebook. Now you're on Reddit. Like, that's so, like, rude. (laughs) OMG. Like, walk yourself out of my life. Like, yeah. (laughs) I got all my likes out for that. So you're welcome. Good. By the way, you do not have it as bad as I do. So don't worry. I feel like sometimes I do, maybe not more recently, but there have been podcast episodes in the past where I'm like (laughs) saying like all this stuff, like all like the time, like, you know, (laughs) and it's really annoying. But speaking of bad friendship habits that are annoying, (laughs) one thing that really annoys me and I think has always annoyed me from like the get go is when your friend starts ditching you for their significant other. Oh. Oh my god. Like do you remember in high school when people started dating and whatnot and you'd have like this one friend who just started seeing another person and all of a sudden they just like can't hang out because they're going to see Bobby or Katie or whoever, you know? And it's Bobby. like like really we go back like 2 years. And you're just going to ditch me for this this uh, week-long fling? Really? Yeah. So. I really wish that I had experience to back this up, but I really don't. <laughs> Mostly because, as we all know, I am not normal. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm weird, okay? Have you ever seen me without this hat? No. <laughs> Um, have you watched Riverdale in full? Girl, I'm all caught up. Are you? Of course you are. No, I'm never. I'm never. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I didn't hang out with a lot of people in high school, like a lot, because I did so much stuff. (laughs) I didn't have time to hang out with people. Mm. The way I hung out with people was going to my different things. So on Monday, I had choir practice. On Tuesday, I had... Uh, clubs after school. Wednesday was opera. Thursday was something. And then Friday was opera again. And I was taking like seven AP classes. (laughs) Holy cow. I had a mental breakdown in front of my opera maestro like several times. (laughs) I just started sobbing in front of him. I was so busy. I didn't really hang out with people that much in high school during the week like on the weekends I would yeah so I don't I've never had an experience when I noticed that a friend was ditching me because I was usually the person <laughs> who was ditching oh my god like, sorry I gotta go to band practice <laughs> yeah I mean I I definitely was involved in extracurriculars in high school and stuff but also I like to think that I had a fairly good social life like I had a few best friends in high school and so I'm, I'm thinking of my best friend at the time he started dating maybe like this girl or I think it happened a few times, actually, where he would start dating someone and it was just like he couldn't get on AIM and message me back. He couldn't text me because he was just busy with uh, what was her name? Maybe like Becky with the good hair. (sighs) Becky. Hate her. (laughs) Ugh, Becky. Just kidding. If your name's Becky, I don't hate you. So, yeah. (laughs) I actually didn't know any Beckys until this year. And all of the Beckys I know are are amazing. Shout out to the Beckys. That's nice. Shouts out to those Beckys. Another trait that I hate is when people show up late to things. Mm, Yeah. Like, how late are you talking? Like, I'm talking, like, more than five minutes, I think. Okay. I'm a very punctual person in general when it comes to, like, going places. Right. I try to be late to things and I'm still on time. Like that's <laughs> I mean I have just a really good inner clock. Yeah. Um with how long things take. Did you notice when you moved to England how British people tend to interpret times for showing up places? I noticed it, but it wasn't like stark. I didn't like sh- the second week I was there, I wasn't like, "Oh my god, these British people." <laughs> 
They are always late to everything. <laughs> well, I have a response to that because I think that you did. I remember when you were... Oh, really? Yeah, you were talking to me or tweeting or something about how <laughs> you were going to this, let's call it an event, and it, you were supposed to be there at like 7 or 7.30, and you got there like at the right time, and nobody else was there until 30 minutes later after it was supposed to begin and so and this is early yeah just wanted to bring that up well I think it's an American thing though most of the time to be so on time or maybe it's just like a a you and me thing maybe because I'm also very time savvy yeah yeah. I know what time it is. I, I make sure to give myself enough time to get to where I need to be so that I'm like five minutes early mm. and I hate being late. So it's like it's not an option to be late. Or if I am going to be late, I make sure to tell people that I will be. Yeah. So Right. I remember this one time in college, I was going to pick up my big and like one of my closest friends for I don't know what we were doing but I was picking her up and I pulled up in front of her house and she wasn't ready and I she wasn't ready for another 15 minutes or something and I was just sitting in my car waiting I don't remember the all the details of it but I remember being so frustrated that this is another really bad habit that I've pretty much broken out of but sometimes I subtweet people oh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Sometimes, you know, here and there. When the mood strikes. And I subtweeted her saying it was something like, "I why do people always have to be late, blah, 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 because I was really frustrated. I think it, I, we were going to something that I felt was very important and that I wanted to be on time for. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we were not going to be on time, I was very peeved. And so <laughs> I remember her boyfriend her boyfriend followed me on Twitter, but he wasn't active, so I didn't, like, think about it. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he met, like, he DM not DM'd me, he just at replied me with, like, laugh out loud or something. But I was like, oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> because then I knew that she was going to find out that I had subtweeted her. But I think as soon as she got in the car, I was just like, I, I told her, I said, we really need to go. Like, you shouldn't have been late. I mean, we were close enough that I didn't have any issues with just, like, straight up telling her that I was annoyed. That's good. <laughs> but I, I appreciate her boyfriend for kind of calling me out on it. So <laughs> That's so funny. Um, yeah, subtweeting about a friend is probably another bad friendship habit. Yeah. Um, that's passive aggressive. So yeah, that could fall into the Definitely of- true. Another one... Um, <laughs> Um, is only ever talking about yourself. Um, I'm sure Mm. we all have friends out there or we've known people who you're talking to this person and they're like, oh yeah, I just got back from this trip. It was amazing. We went to Cancun, spent four nights, three days. It was amazing. So good. And now I'm back, super tanned. What about you? And then you start to like launch into, oh, I'm up to this. And they just turn their attention elsewhere. They just don't care they're not listening and you're like what was the point of that why why even ask me if you don't care (laughs) oh that's so annoying um (laughs) I can't believe that people do that like just yeah it's just very I I think I have a problem with it a little sometimes I'll play back conversations and realize, wow, Mm. especially with people I just met. Oh, yeah. Wow. I didn't let them talk. Like they asked me questions about myself and then I didn't ask them any in return. And I just talked about myself. And I it's not something that I that I want to, you know, keep. It's a bad habit, like we're saying, because how do you make relationships with people or like network when you don't leave any kind of lasting impression other than, wow, that girl talked about herself the whole time, you know? Yeah. I mean, for me, I can think of a few instances where maybe I've talked about myself pretty much the entire time, but I think for me that comes down to my anxiety and being unconfident when it comes to 
conversations. I struggle a lot with uh, small talk and I get very nervous about like saying the wrong thing. And so it's a lot easier for me to field questions and then hopefully by the end of it, I'm like, what about you? Do you like this thing? Or how's your day? How's your weekend? Since we just covered what my life is like. (laughs) But it's definitely like not a good impression to leave on someone when you're meeting them for the first time. Yeah, it's really tough to kind of find that balance of feeling comfortable talking about yourself, but also asking someone about themselves too. Mm -hmm. You don't even have any power in the situation because sometimes the person you're talking to is just really wants to know. Yeah. Or they're very good about following up with a question almost immediately. Right. And you don't even have a chance to, unless you're like, okay, enough about me. Yeah. Like, you have to close the conversation because otherwise sometimes people are just like, they're just good people and they want to know about you. Yeah. But they're, like you said, there's no balance in the conversation there. Yeah. I've had a few conversations like that. I always come away wondering like, was that okay? Did I did I do well, all right? Or yeah. did I talk about myself too much? Ooh, you know, should I have handled it differently? But most of the time, I think it's probably fine. But, you know, definitely pay attention to that kind of thing. <laughs> Try not to do it all the time. Another one that's related to that is taking versus giving. So basically, a little scenario. Uh, you and your best friend have been best friends for a couple years now. And you're always giving them advice Mm. and they're always taking the advice but then you have a problem and they don't give you any advice so you're kind of like okay but what about all the advice I gave you you know repay the favor sometimes I think to play like devil's advocate I suppose (laughs) sometimes People just aren't good at giving advice. True. In this specific scenario, obviously, um, taking and giving can constitute a ton of different things. But in this scenario, some people just maybe they don't have the life experience or they don't know how they don't want to offend or they don't. There's lots of reasons why someone may not be able to give the advice back when you might just be a confident enough person that you know, like, you know the tricks of the trade. Right. But then whenever they have a situation or when you have a situation, it can be a little bit muddier. But I think in general, taking and giving is really is a really thing to be aware of, especially when it comes to doing favors as well. Oh, yes, yes. Like, oh, let me help you move into your new house. Mm-hmm. And then you have a big party you have to plan for and you need someone to help you and you ask and they're like oh sorry I can't or like I don't want to do that yeah or like you know vice versa they're having a party that they're planning and you help them and then you have to move house and they won't help you it's like right but what about that time I helped you with this thing you know it should be fair right friendship is a two-way street it's like we're on a seesaw (laughs) and you should want to do stuff with them anyway in the first place yeah like i remember one of my favorite things to do is do like a huge clean Mm. i love just taking a day and cleaning literally everything and I find it to be fun. You put on some music, you yeah. dance around, you like you're you don't have to worry about what you look like. Mm-hmm. You get things really like disheveled everywhere, but then it all comes back together and is all clean and nice at the end of the day. So I remember growing up, I would invite friends to do this with me oh and God. no one ever wanted to do it. I was like, come on, you guys, like, just come and hang out. We'll just listen to music and like do something together. And they're like, I don't want to do that. that's so funny and I always felt a little like annoyed yeah because I felt it was just oh you don't want to hang out with me Uh. but I mean probably at the end of the day it's just they didn't want to spend the day cleaning yeah I think that that would probably be it uh I don't think they hate you I think they just hate cleaning okay that's fair um and also like taking and giving can manifest in an emotional context so like they're always coming to you with their problems and you have to help them through it and uh, they don't return the favor when you need help so it's kind of like the advice thing but you know but more just being like a ear to lean on that's not a thing a shoulder (laughs) 
a shoulder to <laughs> lean on. Yes, yes. I swear people listen to this that don't know us and go, okay, so who's the dumb one? Mary. <laughs> or they're like, wait, is it Mary or is it Sienna? I can't tell. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've had more, like, idiotic moments, though, so <laughs> it's fair. It's fine. Uh, do you have any other bad friendship habits you want to mention? No, I think we've covered a lot of different one. ones. Okay, yeah. Shoot. Okay, so I think this will be the last one before we do a break. Okay. Uh, so the last one I have is viewing the other person as competition. That's a really bad friendship habit, in my opinion. Yeah. And I have to admit, I have done that in the past. And it's just not good. It's very toxic, I find. And it's like, sometimes I feel like growing up, people might compare two friends and that could be like the seed being planted um for you to (laughs) have this competition in mind and especially if say you work together that might be a good example or you're in the same sort of field like if if you're both actors yeah and you're going out for the same sort of auditions there's that competition and it can be really hard to work through those feelings of maybe inadequacy or uh, just feeling like you're not as good or that they are out to get you. But it's really important that you assess that. Yeah, that's a good point. I think all of these bad friendship habits have a lot to deal with communicating and being honest with your friend and just making sure that you're both on the same page and that it's like you're fortifying your uh, foundation for your friendship house. You yeah. know, you don't want to leave it unfinished and just build on top of it because then it'll just crumble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Hey guys, it's Sienna here. Just wanted to pop in and say thanks for tuning into episode 22 of Make New Friends. Uh, we're almost at the end of season one, which is blowing my mind. But anyway, I just have a couple of announcements for you this week, so let's just get on with the show. As you guys know by now, we don't pay to advertise the podcast in any way, and in fact, we mainly rely on listener support. So, if you like what we're doing here at Make New Friends, why don't you spread that good, good word? Maybe um, a coworker is looking for some podcast recommendations, and oh boy, you have the best podcast to recommend them. It's Make New Friends, a podcast about friendship. And they might say, oh my gosh, Karen, I was looking for a podcast all about friendship. Thank you so much. We should go get coffee sometime. And then the next thing you know, you've got a new friend at work. It's crazy, right? Good icebreaker. Uh, Another way that you can support the podcast is by dropping us a review on iTunes. And this is such an easy way to show your support because it helps us out on the back end of things and it helps new people find out about the podcast and get to know what you guys like about it so much. So however you decide to show your support for Make New Friends, we sincerely appreciate it. The next episode of Make New Friends will be out on December 20th. And with that, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back. We back. (laughs) Now we're going to talk a little bit about how to get rid of those habits or at least like make a plan, Mm -hmm. strategize how to get rid of those habits. Before we get off with a wonderful article by our faves, Psychology Today. What, what? Shout out. I (laughs) I wanted to ask you if you have any off the bat tips and tricks to tackle habits whether that's bad friendship habits or just habits in general I think first of all you need to figure it out figure out what habit you want to break then set your mind to it and I think those are like the two things that you need to do in order to shoot for success wow I sound like a motivational speaker (laughs) Um, please hire me for your team building conferences (laughs) yeah I think you just need to Uh, Really set your mind to it, and uh, I think that'll be a great way to drive yourself forward. Um, Obviously, with every habit, there's like a different thing you need to do. Like, for instance, if you bite your nails, you might 
try that nail polish that tastes bad or you might try growing your nails out and painting them yeah. or I found that my best the way I've kicked that habit the best is just to cut my nails really short and to keep mm. them short at all times mm. and it is Pro tip. and it has worked so far nice so if they start to grow out farther I start to bite them and so it's just I have to keep them like pianists have to keep their nails really short so I just always like be like oh it's like I'm playing the piano that's a nice <laughs> even though I haven't touched a piano in months <laughs> that's a nice way to think about it though it's it doesn't have to be like a negative thing like I have to keep my nails short so that I don't bite them it's like right I'm keeping them short so that I am I could be a pianist a pianist right if I decide to you know yeah take up the habit the hobby if you will, not habit. <laughs> the habit of playing piano. Oh, I just can't break the piano. <laughs> you know, I'm sure it is like that for some people. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure. What would you say are some ways to break a habit? Well, my first instinct is always to say you need to acknowledge that you have it in the first place. Mm. So I'm not an alcoholic in any shape or form. (laughs) But in AA, and this is like really well known in pop culture and things, the first step is admittance or it's the first um, it's the first step is admitting you have a problem. Yeah. And so for friendship, I have multiple times on this podcast admitted that I have a problem with texting people back Mm -hmm. and I know it's there. I'm aware of it. And so now I can actually make steps to stop it or make it less an issue in my life. Right. I have not necessarily taken those steps yet. (laughs) But at least you're acknowledging the problem. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like I'm just trying to ignore it and then hoping that it'll just go away if I ignore it. No, I'm aware that it's there. And AA has worked for a lot of people. And I think it is a great first step into making a new life for yourself in any way, shape or form. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) For me, one of the bad habits like I most want to break is probably my passive aggressivity just because it's really annoying. And when I look back on some of the passive aggressive actions I've taken, I just feel embarrassed for myself, you know, and it's just like, that wasn't necessary. So that's something that I'm trying to work on personally. Got it. So let's say throughout this, we'll use those two as examples. We'll try to build on those examples for ourselves. Okay. So this article was called Five Steps in Breaking Bad Habits, and it's from Psychology Today. And of course, you can find that linked in the show notes on our website. But the first tip they give is that you need to decide that you really want to change and convince yourself that you can. Mm. You can't go into it and be like, yeah, I want to change, but I don't think it'll ever happen because you're basically you're defeating it in that one instance. Yeah. Nothing is going to happen if you don't believe that you can get better. So you have to first admit and say you want to change, like I mentioned before. But then you have to convince yourself that, yeah, like I will start texting people back more frequently and not wait 24 hours before I respond to someone's text about whatever, you know? Yeah. And for me, I can acknowledge when I've been perhaps hurt by a friend's actions or the way they've said something and rather than stew on it and let it fester I can just be like hey what did you mean by that because I took it this way did you mean it that way it eliminates that passive aggressivity and I can just be forthcoming and get some answers because it's fine I can do it I can change yes we can change (laughs) yes (laughs) Uh, The article also says that you can only change what you decide you want to change, and all psychological models of change emphasize the importance of commitment as a necessary first step. I almost said final step, but it's a necessary first step. If you don't see a problem, you won't work on changing your behavior. So the more honest you are with yourself about the nature of your bad habit, the more likely you will be to start on the path toward change. And that's so true. Like you have to see the problem in order to be able to fix it. And you have to, uh, you, you got to believe in yourself. That's the place to start. Yeah. And I said, hey, 
what a wonderful kind of day. We can learn to work and play and get along with each other. Right. What I was going to say is that when you were reading that, I felt like we were in some kind of Buddhist like boot camp. Oh my gosh. And we have to we have to start down the path towards change and mm. enlightenment. Mm. Yes. We're just going to go real deep today, y'all. Yeah, real real deep. Anyway, <laughs> the second tip is you need to gain insight on what's actually causing the habit. Mm-hmm. So you can't change without knowing what to change. I can't be like, okay, so I want to start texting people back because I'm not doing that. Well, obviously that's what I'm not doing, but there's reasons why I'm not doing that. So what are the reasons? And I need to kind of go into, look into what the reasons are. So the article mentions, take a good hard look at the situations that lead you to commit your bad habit. If it's lateness, you may be trying to control the lives of others by setting the times that you want rather than what the times were decided on. It's also possible that your behavior is motivated by a kind of self-defeating need to undo yourself, which is really deep and scary. (laughs) And that's something I do, just being honest. (laughs) By figuring out what's causing the bad habit, you can also work on deciding how to manipulate the outcomes of your behavior. Take the outcomes that are reinforcing the bad habit, like you want to get attention out of it or you're trying to find some pleasure out of it, and then use them to reward the behavior that you want to acquire so take the attention that you want to get and shift it into something that will help you stop that behavior Mm. do you have any examples of how to do that it's kind of hard to think of one off the top of your head well speaking of like being passive aggressive I think one thing that I might do when I'm being passive aggressive towards a friend is I might just be a little shorter with them and hope that they're picking up on it and I think they'll give me more attention for it or they'll ask me what's wrong Mm. and I think if I were to flip that around because that oh gosh this is hard to do so yeah if I'm getting attention from being passive aggressive that's reinforcing this bad habit So I need to find a replacement behavior, basically. Yeah, that gives you the attention but isn't bad for you. Like it doesn't have a negative effect. So maybe with like passive aggressiveness. So are you saying it gives you attention? So maybe you need to like put that like what you want to say and like, for example, maybe like you think of something you said, oh, I would have loved to say that, but you decide, okay, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to like, maybe you write it down and then like you can say, okay, I'm going to write down all the times I wanted to be passive aggressive. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of like a period of time, you say, okay, I'm going to write this article about how I've been trying to not be passive aggressive. And then you list out every single thing you wanted to say about being passive, like wanted to say as passive aggressive. And then you write this article about how you've moved on and that these are all the times I wanted to, but look, I'm a better person. But then you (laughs) published it out to the world and then the world is like, wow, good for you. And you get all that attention back. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. That is is a uh, construed and probably not working example, but <laughs> but I think I think that works. I could see that being like a functional way to handle changing that bad habit, right? And it's like, yeah, you're kind of manipulating the bad habit. Essentially, you're still getting a reward out of it, but it's not like affecting your. It's not affecting another person, and you're right. not actively doing it in your day-to-day life. So then after you say, if we're using this example, after you've written the article, you realize like in your day-to-day life, you're not actually being passive-aggressive anymore mm. because you've been so uh, – you've been attentive to being passive-aggressive and not being that way that now it's not something you actually have to worry about. Yeah, I like that. I don't know. Sounds good. (laughs) Also, I wanted to talk about the behavior being motivated by a kind of self-defeating need to undo yourself Mm -hmm. and just how like that speaks to me on a very, very deep level. For instance, I received um, an unfavorable comment this past week and my first instinct was like, okay, I need to prove to myself that I am a terrible person and that I have deserved this, which is like, that's a bad habit to have. 
in and of itself. But I think when your behavior is motivated by that, you know, it can it can make you very, very unhappy. So gaining insight on what's causing that habit can be a good way to work through it and see like maybe where where it's coming from uh, and how you need to nip it in the bud. For instance, with your example, not texting back, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you were avoiding that person, that would obviously be something to look at. Why are you avo- avoiding them? Uh, what is it about this conversation that you don't want to talk to them about? Something like that, you know, just kind of just pick at it and pull back the layers and see what you uncover. <laughs> like an onion. <laughs> like an onion. Do you want to read the next one? This one's very short. Sorry. <laughs> so the next one uh, is to set reasonable goals at first. So obviously, if you're breaking any bad habit, you need to set some goals. But I think the key thing is that they're reasonable and to decide on a realistic schedule that will work for you based on goals that you believe you can meet. Obviously, if your goal is to stop being passive aggressive, your goal isn't going to be that from the start. Like, you can't just do that overnight. Like, oh, yeah, snap my fingers. (laughs) I'm no longer passive aggressive. Done. It (laughs) takes time, you know. And one of the things that I do whenever I'm setting goals is I try and make sure they're actually achievable. And they're kind of like, they're just more manageable and sort of smaller. And I think... By having smaller goals, they add up to a very big goal in the end, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. For texting back, I think making a schedule is probably a little bit more realistic than setting goals because I think it's hard to say, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna text back four people today. <laughs> like you might not get four people who text you or, mm-hmm. you know, so it's not something that you have complete control over. Yeah. But you can say, okay, in the first week, I'm going to work on when someone texts me back, I'm going to read it and I'm going to write the text and maybe not send it. And then the next week, like won't send it immediately or find little ways to kind of manipulate yourself into doing it without doing it like completely at first yeah like maybe you get the text and you write down text from julie about um homework you know maybe that would Mm -hmm. be a good way to keep track of it because i feel like sometimes we look at our phones and we see it and we're like oh yeah 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 and then we move on to something else without replying yeah (laughs) i think this happened to me earlier this week you had texted me about recording this episode and it was really early in the morning for me. And I replied and said, like, yeah, that works for me. And I had no recollection of it. And so yesterday <sighs> or the day before, I was like, oh, I haven't heard back from Mary about recording. Like, that's crazy. I texted her like two days ago and I looked at my <laughs> messages and it was like, nope, you responded to that. <laughs> it's all set. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, definitely making like a note of what you need to respond to might help you keep track as well. Yeah, I think that's a really good step or tip to take. Mm. With texting back, you really just don't, sometimes you just don't log it. You look at it Mm. and you're so used to looking at your phone that sometimes you just don't even notice that someone has text or you like click on it and then the the bubble, the the little notification bubble goes away. Mm -hmm. So if you didn't actually like consciously realize someone texted you, if you don't look at your text for like a couple days, you were like, oh, crap. Yeah. And I know in the morning is a thing, too, because a lot of us will wake up like, well, our, our alarms on our phones will go off and we'll look at our phone and see all this stuff. But we don't have time to like sit there a lot of the time. You have to get out of bed and start getting ready for the day. Yeah. And so I think it was like two weeks ago where you texted me and I and I did text back eventually and say, oh, my God, I never saw this yeah. <laughs> this text because I had legitimately not seen it. Like, I so must funny. have, like, because our schedules are five hours off, like, it must have been something where you texted me, like, in the earliest part of your day and I was still asleep. Yeah. And that when I, like, opened my phone, looked, reali- like, didn't realize it. And then, like, hours or a day later, I saw it again. And I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, another thing you could do, another tip for setting some reasonable goals is you could set out uh, one day a week to just go through your texts and be like, have I replied to them? No. Okay, let's do that now. Yeah. Um, And just get it like out of the way. Just get it over Mm -hmm. with, you know, pull off the Band-Aid. If you will. (laughs) 
The next tip for breaking your bad friendship habits is to measure your progress and don't be discouraged by occasional slips because if you're going to reach your ultimate goal, you'll need to know how well you're doing on achieving the reasonable goals you've set as first steps. And that is so important because you need to encourage yourself to keep going and you need to see that past progress. I know that that's something I struggle with a lot in terms of seeing progress is making sure I reflect and give myself a pat on the back for the hard work I've done. So basically, this just means like keeping track of it, keeping a diary, keeping a journal, even just having like, oh, what are those? A few years ago, it was really popular to write down on a piece of paper, like something good each day and put it in a jar. And then at the end of the year, you or like over the next year, you like read one thing. And that's a really great way to kind of track these successes in your life because oftentimes we are so focused on like the present it's hard to take a look back and see those times when we really did shine so I need to remember this one for sure yeah (laughs) I think this is actually one that I in just my day-to-day life I don't have as much of a struggle doing It's one of the things I I feel like I pride myself with is that I am very aware of that things don't always go as planned. And then when I do fall, I get back up again like immediately. Dang. Because I know like there's no other way to go on. Like you have to get up. And so might as well do it. Like you said, pull it off like a Band-Aid. Like (laughs) you have to do it eventually. So why wait? Just do it right then. Gosh. And I think it's one of the things that has helped me the most in my life getting you know going places moving forward is that I say okay so I didn't get these last uh 15 jobs I just applied to well gotta keep going (laughs) yeah and I think motivation plays a lot into that but I think motivation and like resilience are like two very separate things Mm -hmm. or like determination for sure Because I'm a pretty determined person yeah, and I have a lot of aspirations, but I also struggle so much with my self-image and rejection. Those two things for Mm -hmm. me are so interlinked and it's just not healthy. It's not good because, for instance, when I apply for jobs, every rejection or every uh, time I don't hear back feels like a slight against me as a person. Mm -hmm. And that's really hard because, for instance, when you're trying to measure your progress for breaking a bad habit, if you slip up, people like me, you'll know that it feels like you're a failure and that you can't do anything right. And how can you possibly break this bad friendship habit when you can't even get past this one step, for instance. Yeah. So it's really tough. I will say that with bad habits, the stakes are so much lower that I think people tend to give up more because it's not like your life is going to alter like significantly if you do kick the habit when like if you don't get a job, your life will be altered significantly. So to a lot of people, just giving up is an easy way out because their life has been going fine doing the bad habit in the first place. So they figure, well, whatever, like my life will be much easier once I don't have to actively worry about this thing. Like I can just live my life. But no, we all have to remember that, you know, Improving is part of the human experience, and we always should be trying to do that. Mm-hmm. And to just give up is is weak. Yeah. It's weak. Yeah. It's weak, guys. Anyway. The article also goes on to say that even the people most dedicated and determined to change will suffer an occasional relapse. And if you use that slip as proof that you can never change, you will, in fact, not be able to change. So – They say to try to figure out why you slipped and maybe your reinforcement system didn't work and the pleasure of engaging in the habit outweighed the pain of changing the habit. Mm. So, for instance, if I'm trying to break my habit of being passive aggressive, but then uh, something happens with you and me, Mary, and I just can't hold back, I'm just like, well, that's fine, Mary. I don't care. We can record the podcast in three weeks if you want. Um, (laughs) Or how about never again? Yeah, I think (laughs) then I would reflect on that and be like, oh, dang, I was actually super passive aggressive to her. Why was I being so 
passive aggressive. Why did I let that happen? I've been making so much progress. Maybe I was just upset with you and I was taking my feelings out on you and wanted to make you feel as hurt as I felt. That sort of thing. Yeah. And so the pleasure of bringing you down to my level perhaps outweighed the difficulty of being the mature person I'm trying to become. Yeah. That what you just said made me think of something, which is that for bad friendship behaviors, it's going to be different for every friend sometimes. Yeah. Maybe some friends you're just more passive aggressive with than others. And I think that's like an added layer of difficulty to this whole situation is that with certain people, you have to be way more aware of what you're doing than with others. Yeah. And for like your example with me, you've been so good about not being passive aggressive with so many different people. But for some reason with me, you had a relapse. Maybe that shows like you have to think about who the person is and why because maybe that shows that you have deeper issues with me than you originally thought so it's not necessarily something that's just with you maybe it's a whole friendship situation which you're not going to fix your passive aggressive behavior because maybe there's an issue with you and me that we're avoiding Ooh, ooh, yes i like that um (laughs) perspective on it yeah definitely You could take that and pretty much apply it to, I would say, just about any friendship habit. And if you're, yeah, (laughs) and if you're making all this progress with, say, your other friends, but there's just this one person you just can't resist ignoring their texts, (laughs) for instance, then I think that's (laughs) enough reason to take a closer look under what's happening and see, yeah, see if there's something more than just what you're doing maybe it's something they're doing too like maybe they are also ignoring your texts and so you want to ignore their texts right back at them right yeah serves you right yeah (laughs) blank (laughs) oh geez our final step is that maybe things aren't going the way you thought and maybe now it's time to seek additional help Mm. and then it's okay to seek additional help One of the best ways to build your inner resilience is by looking outward for support. If you're having trouble making these changes on your own, reach out. Maybe even reach out to a therapist if the going gets tough. Yes. So maybe you've tried for months and months and months Mm -hmm. to get rid of this passive-aggressive behavior, Sienna, (laughs) and it's just not working. Yeah. And you're not currently seeing a therapist or like talking to somebody else about the situation. Mm -hmm. Maybe now is the time to bring someone else into the equation who can keep you accountable. Yeah. But can also give you more like tools, more educated. Yeah. More tools or more of an educated or built upon background Mm -hmm. to give you more examples or or like you said tools to work out the situation so that's where a therapist can become like they can become a really good asset in your life because things that you learn in school as a therapist isn't going to be stuff you necessarily find online trying to find ways to break a habit you know yeah for sure and when I was in therapy I found it very very helpful having a trained professional to question essentially like my motives for thinking certain ways and that's so useful especially when you are aware of a bad habit you have and you're trying to break it but you you can't crack it you know you keep slipping or whatever like there might be something else playing into it you know it might be an insecurity thing or perhaps like a personality disorder or something like that and a trained professional can help you work through that and it's just nice to have an outsider who isn't biased weigh in on what's happening so yeah I I highly recommend it and that is it so as a recap yes can you give us what the steps are Okay, so the first step is that you want to identify that you have a bad habit. The second is committing to change that bad habit by setting reasonable goals. The third is to set an alternative behavior to replace your bad habit. The fourth is to anticipate failure. And the fifth is to seek additional help. Did I get it? 
Yeah. Yay. We got it. <laughs> Yay. I told you I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> so we hope that in a way that this helps everybody kind of strategize to yeah. kick that bad friendship habit, whether it's you spend too much time with your significant other or you are passive aggressive or competitive. You, I don't know. Any of the ones that we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. And I'm sure there's tons of other bad habits that we didn't think of, which, of course, are always willing to pipe up about on Twitter or in the comments on the website. <laughs> always plug in it, you know? Yeah. Let us know what some of your bad friendship habits have been over the years. Yeah. And maybe um, let us know how you've changed them or how you are working on changing them. Yeah. Yeah. If you try out any of our steps, let us know how it goes. Yeah, for real. If you're successful and we'll let you know. We should we should make a a commitment to try to actively like in the next Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna work on it. We can bring it back season two and be like, <laughs> hey, now we're gonna we're gonna talk about our bad friendship habits and how we've uh been better at them yeah, or not let you know our progress on that yeah we'll let you know if that's on the docket yeah, yeah. <laughs> no promises <laughs> uh anyway should we go into the outro yeah thanks for listening to make new friends do you have a story about friendship you'd like to share email us at make new friends podcast at gmail.com or hit us up on twitter and facebook at new friends pod special thanks to our producer alex papworth and music by max wallace for show notes, research, blog posts, and more, head on over to makenewfriendspodcast.com and we'll see you next week. Bye!